Psychomedy is brought to you by ThreadUp, Manchester-based therapy that supports creativity. I'm Rafaela Nunes, the founder of ThreadUp and the counsellor supporting the creative community. Comedians and creatives in general can experience anxiety, depression, low moods, and this in turn can affect their creativity. One-to-one counselling can facilitate a safe space for creatives to explore any difficulties, to gain self-awareness, to develop strategies that work, and ultimately to create choices that are aligned with the natural creative flow. If you're in need of support, then please get in touch. Visit threadup.co.uk to book your counselling sessions at reduced rates when you quote Psychomedy. Psychomedy Daily Dose, the spin-off series of short episodes of Psychomedy during this time of near total shutdown of a live comedy circuit due to coronavirus. I'm Nathan Cassidy, stand-up comedian and Bachelor of Science in Psychology, and every day now I'm going to be talking with a different comedian about the current situation, along with passing on some hopefully really helpful and positive strategies, coping mechanisms from the counselling professionals we partner with at threadup.co.uk. I'm hoping that by sharing experiences and some positivity with comedians, we can all get through this together in the best possible way. So joining me today on Psychomedy, it's Luke Kempner. Luke. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Yeah, not bad, man. Not bad. Good. What are you up to for the next eight months? Um, let's, let's, let's hope it's not eight months. Let's what are you up to? What are pretty, you up to at the free, moment? Pretty free. Um, no, yeah. I'm. Uh, I think. Well, I, like, because there's no testing, so I don't really know if I've had it, but I think I have. Oh, in wow. the fact that I've, um, I had the fever and the cough, and then lost my sense of taste and smell. Um, but as many people have been pointing out, you never had any taste. <laughs> um, but uh, so it's been a bit weird, really. Like last few days, it's only like sort of today that I feel a bit better because. Um, like it, it completely consumes your body and you feel very achy and mm. very much like you don't want to do anything. Um, and having no taste, uh, no taste or smell is very annoying. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, so I sort of feel like I'm coming back to it a bit. And since Monday started doing, uh, doing like a lot of online stuff, like to be honest, like I did a lot of that anyway. So yeah. it's kind of just doing that a bit more, um, Myself and Russell Kane are doing a, a live uh, stream tonight. Um, yeah, I saw that. That'd be great. Uh, which will be fun. And then I've had a few. I had some voiceovers to do because I've got a home sort of voiceover set up. Um, but uh, a lot of them were for, for the Olympics, which are going to be postponed. So I'm not sure what's happening with those. So because other than that, sort of you know trying to write an edinburgh show for an edinburgh that probably won't happen um and then a tour that probably won't happen so i don't know it's a weird one man yeah yeah let's be hopeful let's be hopeful about edinburgh of course. yeah let's be hopeful you so, kind of, yeah. have you got a show you're going with yeah well, hopefully i was i was nominated in leicester so i was yeah, hoping yeah. That it was, i was, I was going to ride off the back of that but i think i'll be riding I'll be I'll be riding off the back of that to uh, to oblivion. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Let's hope so. But um, 
Hey, you should be getting publicity out of your coronavirus. I've seen a couple of comedians um, getting publicity. And it sounds like sounds like you've had more symptoms than them. I mean, I shouldn't really allow, I shouldn't really, you know, but I've I've seen some publicity from, from comedians saying, oh yeah, I think I've had it. You know, I've been a tiny bit tired, nothing else. But I'm like, mm, that oh, that's just being sound, a comedian. That doesn't sound like coronavirus, but yeah, um, I don't know because there's no tests. I think you know there needs to be a thing where you can like go and get tested because otherwise you've got to pay for it, and I'm not going to pay yeah. 300 quid for a test. Um, so I've just isolated, and um, but then we've all got to do that now anyway. So it's such a weird thing of like, oh, okay, well I'll self isolate for a week because that's yeah. what it says to do. And my wife's had the same symptoms as me, um, but. After that, I don't know, really. Just um, sort of take it as it comes a bit. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Have you had the cough? And Yeah, yeah, I had the cough. Like, not like a really... I had a really bad cough from, like, January through to March that just yeah. wouldn't stop. But then they were like, oh, that won't be it. Um, so it had to be a new cough. And then I did sort of get a bit of a new cough. Not, but not particularly bad. But then I had the temperature of 100 Fahrenheit mm. and then um, and then had like really bad aches and pains on my chest. So it's quite hard to breathe. And even now, it's still like quite hard to breathe, um, like oh. fully, fully. And then um, and then, yeah, the no taste and smell that went on like Friday, which is so weird. man. Like never experienced that. But I know quite a few people like Rachel Paris and Marcus Brigstock and. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt Richardson, Emily Atak, like they've all had the same symptoms. So, you know, yeah. if it's a thing that we all have to be locked inside for, surely that's what we've all had. But I don't know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you never know. Off the back of this, you might be on every comedy website um, that you've had coronavirus. This is your publicity yeah. right here. I, I happy. Go, go with it. Run with it. <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah, you mentioned your wife. Have you anyone else in the house? Is there a dog in your house, or if yeah, I totally make yeah, it up? The, yeah, the dog in the house, uh, okay. but he can't get it. And to be fair, like he has actually got lots of underlying health problems, so I don't think he'd make <laughs> I don't think he'd make it through if he could get it. So luckily, he's uh, he's staying clear. Oh, goodness, goodness. Well, let's hope so. So, yeah, when we talked on the main episode of Psychomedy, you know, you were a fairly positive person, you were yeah, yeah. kind of doing mindfulness and gratitude is there is there anything you're doing now or plan to do to try and a, a daily schedule or not at the moment i mean like i think i think as the days go on because obviously i've said three weeks you know uh, and i think i don't think it's dawned on me yet um that life is really stopping because yeah. you know i sort of worked until friday um because i'm doing a netflix series called um uh, Chico Bonbon, monkey with a tool belt, uh, on which I play the monkey. So I was doing voiceovers for that all of last week, and then and a pilot uh, of, a, of a pilot thing I'm doing. So like that that sort of finished on Friday, and then other than that, like I've got to do some home voiceover stuff. So uh, you know, and my usually what I would do if I had time off is just write more. But obviously all the previews have been cancelled, oh. um, so it feels weird and quite hard to motivate yourself to write for something that might not happen yeah um, but i tell you when i'm feeling 100 percent better and i've finished this voiceover i need to do then um and basically as well because it's 
to do the stuff from home, you need certain uh, software, which I'm sure you know, um, and I need to be taught how to use that, which is happening this afternoon. Um, so that's sort of hanging over me to do that. But once that's all done, I think I'll just sort of do a to-do list and, you know, and uh, and try and set my days up, do a bit of writing here. It's difficult as well because my wife's at home as well, which, um, you know, so you're, she's having to work from home and you're getting, getting under each other's feet a bit. Yeah. Um, but um, but I think, I don't know, I think I'll be all right. Um, but I don't know, like, until they put something in place for the self-employed, like, as it stands, I don't have uh, any more work in the diary. But I'm hoping some more voiceovers will come in, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it must be, have you had a thought about, it's tricky to think about material at a time like this, you know, for for, I mean, you're putting out, daily stuff as boris johnson which yeah, is great, yeah yeah because that can obviously be really topical but when you're mm. thinking about a tour have you had any thoughts about like your next show that maybe audiences either will want to hear about this or won't want to hear about the current situation when it's all Weird, over it? it's, a tri- it's a tricky one i think like you'll have to reference it but i mean yeah it's one of those things it's like if edinburgh is happening in august like my show i've half of my show's like written yeah. um and it, you know my show a lot is all about i'm writing a lot about what masculinity is and um and and how i'm not very masculine and but you know uh, through the art of impressions and songs and stand up and sketches um so you know i'm sure like some coronavirus based material will creep in um but i haven't actually revisited anything since it all sort of dropped but it yeah it's weird uh. And what was the Netflix thing you mentioned? That sounds fun. Yeah, it's a kids a kids animation series. Um, it's really great show called uh, uh, Monkey with uh, yeah Chico Bonbon Monkey with a Tool Belt, and mm. uh, and I play the monkey and uh, he's got a fun voice. He's sort of he, he, you know he's sort of really high energy, sort of cockney like that, but he's a monkey with a tool belt, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he's great, man. So. And you're doing Russell Kane's thing tonight, is that right? Yeah, Russell Kane's thing tonight. So. Um, as Russell's political correspondent, I am. Uh, I've organised him a, a special phone call with Boris Johnson. Um, so uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun with that uh, later on tonight, because um, Russell's been doing some live uh, canings, and uh, they really work, man. Like they're really, really funny, even without yeah. an audience. So, and they're live, you know. Um, but there's something. It's a new way of doing things, and hopefully, it's not forever. But it's still a way of getting all of that, um, you know, getting out there and doing live live work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Russell Kane's stuff. I, yeah, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping to get him on this. He has said he'll do it. But, uh, oh, brilliant. Nice one. So, um, so yeah, Luke Cantner is where we can get your content for the next uh, however long it's going to be. Absolutely, man. I mean, I'll keep sticking out Boris Johnson videos because it's, you know, he's, he, he is... He is very much the forefront, you know, of what is going on at the moment. And we, you know, we look to our leaders to give our, you know, advice, you know, and, and if that, that means that everybody should go outside and enjoy themselves. And if a few people die, then, you know, that, that that's no, no bad thing. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll be sticking those out to keep myself entertained. And if they entertain other people, then uh, happy days. Nice. And can I mention your sister as well? She's, of course, doing, some yeah. great, she's doing some great stuff as well. Sue's yes. at Sue's UK. She did a great EastEnders thing, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. 
Yeah, no, she's great. She's uh, she's she's been there with the online content before this stuff, so she's definitely someone to go to at the moment. Nice one, Luke. Thank you. Any other messages for the nation? You've you've recovered from COVID. Oh, so that's just great. stay safe out there, guys. I think the thing is, is it's just like just try and not let it seem like the biggest thing in the world, even though it is, and just try to um, try and keep yourself busy. Keep chatting to people. I, I played online poker with my four best mates last night, and it was great. You know, so try and organise little things like that, and um, and yeah, stay sane more than stay safe. Yeah, having a daily thing to do, I think, is, you know, having this to do for me, I like for the first hour or two when this all dropped, because everything was taken away from us, wasn't it? In a Well, certainly taken away from me in, in, in a matter of hours. And course, um, yeah. thinking of a daily routine and something daily to put out there, I think, is, uh, yeah, a safe, yeah, a safe me. Yeah, definitely, um, man. I think it's really good. All right, nice all one, right, man. Dude. Thank you so Thanks, much mate. for joining us today. Thank you. Speak soon, dude. Bye. Right, well, we've just talked about releasing content and making ourselves feel better. So I thought what I'd do is I'd get the audio of a recent gig at Backyard Comedy Club that I did about a month or so ago and release that right now if you'd like to have a listen. So this is just 10 minutes of me at Backyard. Uh, The first couple of minutes, I mentioned my show there, Observational. Uh, so the first couple of minutes is from my show, where uh, my show is about meeting a personal trainer and him changing my life last year. So I can't wait to uh, get back to that. Hopefully Edinburgh is going to go ahead. So yeah, enjoy this 10 minutes. Yeah, but I've known him about a year. Bedigard, 
Doesn't it sound to you like something you put under the sheet here in Continent? <laughs> you got your penny guardian, Frank. <laughs> and I'm standing very old here. There's probably people in the room called Cauliflower and Cunspray, you know. <laughs> I get it, I should know this, I've got three kids, you know, I uh, just one too many, isn't it? So, three too many, really. Um, anyone got kids in the room? Woo! All of you, good. I, um, you'll know this then. If I have one wish for my children for the next year, it's to buy me slightly better Christmas presents. <laughs> They're seven, uh, eight and eleven, and uh, they went out last year for the first time on their own to buy me presents, which is very brave in Hackney Central. <laughs> They went to TK Maxx, right? So I was opening them up on Christmas Day, all excited. They bought me <laughs> two sets of comedy teeth. <laughs> One is always enough, I find. <laughs> two sets of comedy teeth and a despicable me soap on the road. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is shit, isn't it? <laughs> I've got three things I do not need, <laughs> which is a harsh way of describing your kids, but uh, <laughs> no, not at all. I'd give up my life for my kids. How do I know that? Because I already have. <laughs> I'd never hurt my kids, though, obviously. I'd never, ever hurt my kids. I thought that. <laughs> Until I took one trainer shopping, my oldest trainer shopping recently, not for him, obviously for me. Um, he can have my fucking hand-me-downs, right? Generally, I was in the Nike shop, right, trying to buy some bright red trainers, the big boot ones. He said, and I quote, Don't buy those, Daddy. You look like a granddad hiding from the truth. <laughs> Kids, obviously, never ever hurt my kids. I thought that. Until I took them to an Ed's diner over Christmas, right? Got my laptop out of the little bar area there, a waiter comes over and spills a milkshake all over the laptop, right? Totally killing it dead, right? And that split second, if you'd offered me the choice between slightly hurting one of my children yeah, and reviving my laptop, <laughs> Which I should add at this point, he's not backed up. Yeah. I'd have said in that moment of madness, if you can revive my beautiful 13.3-inch MacBook Pro, kill all of my kids. <laughs> and that's a harsh decision to make, isn't it? Yeah? You can't bring your kids back to life with rice, can you? <laughs> no amount of rice is going to revive your kids, guys, unless... Unless you're starving to death and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. <laughs> Which they're never going to be on, by the way, my kids, yeah? Because if they show even an inkling of being more famous than me, I'm going to spread a rumour that they sexually abuse me. <laughs> never happens that way round, does it, guys? <laughs> That's why I'll be believed. <laughs> <laughs> I love backyards. <laughs> laugh at that some places. I, um, I... The problem with this world, right? It's a scary place to bring up kids, right? The problem with this world, I think, there's the devil inside us all. Do you agree? There's the devil inside us all. <laughs> NathanCassidy.com is my website. Huh? I, um, the devil inside us all, right? Uh, even me, even a good person like me, has the capacity to be cruel, right? For example. I saw someone the other day, in Hackney Central, 
on an electric unicycle. <laughs> yeah, the good part of me is just thinking, well, there's just a man. There's just a guy. Yeah. On his way to work. At 8.30 a.m. In a suit that's two sizes too small for him. With a fucking ponytail. Floating into work on an electric unicycle. And then the devil starts bubbling up inside me, doesn't he? Say it, Nathan. Say it. He needs to know. Say it. Prick! Prick on an electric yardsman, prick. I don't want to get killed by someone on an electric unicycle. That's the way I don't want to go, man. The way I want to go, since you ask, is asphyxi-wanking. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I, um, I uh, hang in there, yeah, masturbating, cutting off the blood supply to my head, yeah. Sucking Mandy through a satsuma. <laughs> I like some stand-up comedians, I don't want to be watched while I'm doing this, yeah, yeah. I don't like anyone in the room with me ever, to be honest. Yeah, I just want to be left, I just want to biodegrade on the vine. Yeah. All that'll be left of me is teeth and a bit of rope. Yeah. People are just thinking it's another shit present from my kids. <laughs> Alright, well, okay. I don't usually tell this story, but I'm going to tell it tonight, alright? Because you can't talk about much anymore in comedy. You can't talk about, I don't know, you can't talk about, for example, Michael Jackson. Look at the atmosphere in the room now, yeah? It would take an expert comedian to get a laugh out of Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, I will just end on a story about paedophiles, though, if I may. Um, not Michael Jackson, but uh, there was also a weird guy hanging around outside in the school in the 80s, right? You don't get them anymore. You can't do observational material about them anymore. Fucking offset. <laughs> There was a weird guy hanging around in parks in the 80s when I was at school, right? So I spread a rumour around the school that this guy was called Dippy. Right? I spread a rumour he was a paedophile, right? He was in a crate of tango. He was in a crate of tango in the park, right? And I spread a rumour that he tried to lure the kids in with cans of tango. And after a couple of months, the whole school knew this guy as Dippy the paedophile. <laughs> And I felt quite proud. I thought, I started that. After a couple of months, I was walking through the park. Now, we weren't allowed to go in the park because of this guy, right? The headmaster used to say to us in every assembly, boys, be careful of Dippy. <laughs> so maybe it's my first time, right? I bump into this guy, and he comes over to me, and he goes, Kosovo, Kosovo, no currency, no currency, Kosovo. He was a Kosovan refugee. Look at the atmosphere in the ring there. He'd come over from Warton, Kosovo, it was 1990, yeah? He was just trying to, I don't know, sell tango, wasn't he? Make money for his wife and kids, send it back to... I felt terrible. I actually became great friends with this guy. I did, yeah. We actually ended up travelling Europe together. Yeah, I know, this seems wrong. I was 11, he was in his mid to late 30s. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you tonight, guys, nothing happened. Yeah? All we did was watch Disney films. <laughs> All we did was watch Disney films. 
hotel rooms. Yes, we shared a bed, but all we did, yeah, was watch Disney films and eat popcorn, yeah? And you know what? Every night, he gave me free tango. Every night, he gave me a free can of tango, yeah? To everyone else, he was a paedophile. To me, he was the king of pop. <laughs> There we go. Nothing is going to seem topical after Corona, but maybe particularly Michael Jackson jokes. Right. Thank you so much. That is our show for today. Join us again for more Psycomedy Daily Dose tomorrow. Please listen back on all the daily shows, all the main shows. Please give us a five-star review. Psycomedy is produced by Mike Hansen at Pod People Productions. Check out psychomedy.co.uk. All the mental health tips are there from our counselling partners at threadup.co.uk or at Psychomedy Pod. I'm Nathan Cassidy. Lots of love to you all. Stay healthy, stay positive. Tune back in for more Psychomedy Daily Notes tomorrow. Pod People.